could like this movie. Best Christmas ever. And you are clearly an idiot. Anybody. Grateful Dead, Dave Matthews, very hippie. It's just crap music. And Dawn. He is such a good liar face. The sweetest man is how he came The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We got this email about 30 minutes ago. Subject line, what should I do? Uh-oh. Now, it's from Jen. Backstory, uh, if you somehow don't know. Taylor Swift has a contract with Target. And apparently, oh. it's also an annual tradition of hers. Every time a new album comes out, she and her posse show up at a random Target. Oh, I didn't know any of this. Okay. No, I don't know. It's not like I just found out from Google. I mean, <laughs> you really need to pay better. <laughs> All right, so th- that's the backstory. Jen says, I need your help. I'm having a crisis of conscience. I work at a distribution center for, you know. Target. Target. I have a chance to save Taylor Swift, as in the retail display from impending doom. I keep going back and forth. Should I rescue Taylor Swift from the crushing fate that is soon to happen? Which, if I save her, she'll then be sold to the highest paying Swifty. Or do I allow her to be thrown into the trash compactor and be crushed? Which, for some strange reason, just the thought of makes me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I mean, the obvious Kyle's answer is... Yeah, snag it. Right. Snag it and sell it. I mean, this was not a hard one. This is about get it on eBay. Is there, There's got to be a Taylor Swift category. Oh, I'm I, sure. I, I mean, is it unethical for any reason? Unless you so badly want to watch her be crushed. Now, <laughs> I guess the... What, 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 what can she get for a retail... Taylor Swift. I mean, what, what, Swifties are paying thousands for tickets. What would they pay for, like, a cardboard cutout? Well, it depends what's on it. I mean, you you can forage a signature on it and say that it was autographed by her, or maybe you could put a little bit of lipstick on your lips and then kiss it and then say that it was hers. Okay. Yeah, she touched I mean, it because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she Probably visits the Target. Right. I mean, there is no, like, a certificate of authenticity okay. uh, for this. <laughs> right. So so you have to weigh whatever, whatever uh, profit oh. you could make versus... The joy you might get out of because if you're gonna do it, you got to do it all the way. If you're gonna throw her into the into the, the trash compactor, you have to record it and then post it oh. for all the Swifties to see. You know, go viral on TikTok. You better stay anonymous yeah. though somehow. Well, you, you you pretend to be somebody you hate. You just create uh. a whole new profile of a of a person you despise. <laughs> you you could do both. You could try mm. to sell it, see what happens. That's true. And if it just never does, like you're not getting what you think you should. Then you can go and, and destroy it. Let's go a step further. Why don't we? Why don't we make this a ransom? <laughs> if if some Swifty doesn't pay me insert dollar amount here, I will throw her in the dumpster and and record something else getting trash compacted. Oh, oh. I like this, this it. is what will happen to Taylor Swift this if I don't get funny videos. My X amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's your idea. And I don't know if you're friends with other people that work in your company as well who have access to the other cutouts, but maybe phone a friend and see if you can get more of them, stack no. up on a few of them. Oh, there you go. Now, with all the, the, the different TV shows I've watched, we've all seen this move, and you're going to have to do this. First, you need to find a newspaper or a magazine. Oh, jeez. And you need to, like, tape it to her so they know it's right now. That this is happening now. It's got to show the date. Something that shows the date. That seems like a little extra step that's not really that necessary. <laughs> it's funny, though, if you're holding up for ransom. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, you know, this is how most good ideas are. They, they they come along, they come along, and then somebody goes too far, and it's like, it. meeting adjourned. All right, we're, we're out. Uh, all right, Brando, I'm going to let you make this decision here. I think I know the answer, but since you've also been in the Invisible Captain's chair, mm-hmm. you know the show has a mood to it. And and I, I we have a we have uh, the opportunity here to uh, bring people way up, like just an inspiring story. Oh, 
yay. I like that. Yeah. We have another we have another opportunity of, of potentially bringing people way down. Uh. Not not like sad morose, but yeah. but so so my Ugh. instinct is down first, finish on the high note. I mean, we have to we have to go through both situations. Yes, yes, okay. we do. So down first, All right. up next. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bad news first guy. Good news, bad news. Always give the bad news first kind of yeah. thing. Uh, all right, so here's your reminder, uh, and, and there's a reason for it. Today, literally today, we are 11 months to the day. 11 months only to the day. <sighs> oh. Yes, of election day for no. president. What? Oh, God. 2024. Yes. No. So a year from now. Ugh. We will have had an election a month ago, and we may or may not have a president and a concession and who the hell knows what's going to happen between now and then. The reason That's I depressing. bring all this up is if you if you want to be reminded of what we're all in store for, you could have a little amuse-bouche tonight if you feel like – like if you're having too good of a day um, – <laughs> If you're if, ooh, if you're experiencing seasonal guilt, right? A lot of people are doing oh, well this time of year. Right, right, right. Yeah. When a lot more are not. No. And so yes, if okay. you're experiencing that guilt, you're feeling too good, then and you want to uh, torture yourself, I have an opportunity for you tonight on the Fox News Channel as <laughs> Donald Trump, the former president. Because 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 before this seems at all partisan, you can turn on CNN or Fox News any day and be reminded of the 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 crippled. Uh, geriatric uh, uh, centenarian who is currently allegedly running this co- this country. Oh, you can God. see him falling down at any time, going off strip, ha- off script, having no idea where he is. It's so sad. So if you want, you have that every day if you want it, but you don't always have the opportunity to tonight tune in to see Donald Trump, the former president and commanding frontrunner in the GOP nomination, as he will sit down with Fox News is 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 his prime time host Sean Hannity for a town hall. Ooh. Whee! What does that mean? It means he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna sit there and he's gonna take questions from people in the audience and and from Hannity. And it's gonna be like ninety minutes and, and he'll and he'll say all his fun, you know, wacky off the wall right. things yeah, okay. about a variety oh, of things. Right. Uh, and they're doing it tonight because tomorrow night is the next debate, which of course he's not going to. So so if if the seventy five percent of us that want nothing to do with a Biden versus Trump rematch oh, Want to be reminded of how awful this could be over the next eleven months? You can you can get another little taste tonight uh, on on Fox. I mean, that lived up to it. That was that that the whole thing depressing. Don't want to think about it. I I just I, I, I just, I just I, it, it, it's 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 going to it's going to ramp up oh, for a lot of us. God. Uh, it's kind of like after the Super Bowl they, when they're getting into their primaries, but they'll already be in their primaries, and 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 we're going to have to go through this early 2024 thing of is there going to be a third party candidate for the first time that matters, and then it's going to be whatever this this disaster is going to be that is 2024. You know where I've seen a third candidate win the presidency is on Madam Secretary. Do you remember that? That's about as close as we've gotten so far in America. A lot of spoilers over the years. A lot of third-party candidates that have handed the election to somebody else, Ross Perot to Bill Clinton, Al Gore to, uh, uh, rather, Ralph Nader to George W. Bush vis-a-vis Al Gore. There's been plenty of examples. Uh, But a third-party candidate having a legitimate chance to win has has not materialized if it was going to. This would be the year if they're really going to stick us with oh, with Biden God. and Trump as our as our two choices. On that note, Breck Wagner looks out the windows of her North Carolina home and sees disaster coming, but it's not the storms that she worries about. The 39-year-old represents a small but growing segment of Americans who consider themselves preppers, people prepared to survive during disasters, and the largest growing number of them are people on both sides of the political divide who are preparing for the possibility of a disastrous collapse of society 
following the 2024 election. Yay. Hey, you know what? That that that's smart. <laughs> I mean, honestly, years ago that would have sounded crazy, but yeah, you you might be onto something. Prepping expert and author Brad Garrett. I don't know how you become an expert on this. Says quote. <laughs> On the left, you have people afraid that Trump is going to declare himself dictator of the United States and that people on the left will end up as targets in some sort of authoritarian system. On the right, it's a general malaise and a fear of society unraveling as they point to smash and grab robberies, riots, protests, and no desire by the left to take control of them or the border. Professor Chad Huddleston, an anthropologist who has studied the prepping community extensively, said it's important to distinguish between the large numbers of people, like me, who consider being prepared for emergencies their responsibility. You, just, you know, you grow up in earthquake country, your dad teaches you, you always have certain supplies, etc. That's not who we're talking about here. We're talking about those who are deliberately pre preparing for a crisis tied to a Trump-Biden election. The numbers are growing. So there's there's the, the state of your country. Right now, 11 months away from... Yay! Oh, I can't I, wait to hear more! Have I brought you down enough? Oh, um, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Stay with me. So, I appreciate the warning. We're gonna the, we're gonna when we the, oh, we're gonna do man. the roller coaster. We're gonna tick 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 our way back up. We're not there yet. We're we're still at the the starting gate here. Well, I, I, I got a little good news to add to that. It, all those companies. I don't know if you've seen the, the commercials they'll do where they make basically what do they call them MREs mm -hmm. for preppers. I mean, this is the time for y'all. If this is your business or you want to start one of those, yeah. these people. They're here for you. Yes. Uh, they won't be alive to spend their money if everybody gets their wish after the fact, so I'm not really sure what the point is, but whatever. Very true. Um, all right. Stay down. Stay down in the dumps for a little, little bit more. Suicide rate for Americans, which has risen steadily over the last 18 years, has reached its highest point since 1941. Oh. God. Just under 50,000 people off themselves in 2022 in America. Uh, the rate for males... 22.8, uh, what is that, per 100, per 1,000? What's the rate there? I don't like reading that. Is that 2%-ish? Um, let's do it this way. The rate for males is five times higher than females. So we all know what's driving us men to suicide. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you, ladies. Oh, nice little levity. Uh, doctors <laughs> are finally saying out loud what many of us uh, realized uh, two years ago. Americans should be prepared for a winter made up of a cocktail of seasonal sicknesses. Uh, which will evolve around uh, the flu, COVID, and the recharge RSV virus, and they refer to it as our new normal. Exactly. That's the part. It's just like it always has been, except we just got a couple of those mixed in there. It used to be cold and flu season. Now they don't even mention the cold anymore. Now it's just flu, COVID, and RSV, and that's how we're going to live. There you go. Next. It sounds like when you go to a bar, I don't know if these are still around, but back in my day, you'd get a Long Island iced tea because it had everything. There you go. Oh. <laughs> and if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you get them both. Now. You get RSV oh. and the flu all at once. Right? And, Yay. Uh, yeah. all right. This is our cocktail. All right. Now, now uh, a little bit. A little, it's a very small piece of... of of going up the escalator here uh, yeah, the, because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't change things. But there were a lot of people when we were going through the mess that was COVID. And, and uh, the truth can't come out. And I said, yes, the truth will come out. It won't change what we're living through. And it won't change a lot of people's minds. People have been so gaslit and indoctrinated with their beliefs. But yet another prominent health official, England's former deputy chief medical officer, Dame Jenny Harries, who now heads up the UK Health Security Agency, has said under oath there is absolutely no proof that masks ever slowed the spread of COVID. Oh, gosh. What? Wow. And she warned advice for the public to wear masks during the pandemic has given people a false sense of security that they could reduce their risk of becoming 
infected. In her witness statement, she says the evidence for using face masks was and still is beyond uncertain. So, and that's similar to what <laughs> Fauci said a couple months ago. He did it more of a word salady way, but the the the, the reality, the recognition is out there now. Everyone will forget that the next time some viral respiratory virus For hits. Sure. Better safe than sorry. All right, asinine thing to say, usually and provably so in this case. All right, better news. For many, the lie of a college degree is starting to also become more and more transparent as half of U.S. companies are eliminating bachelor's degree requirements for job positions next year, according to a new survey of over 800 U.S. employers. Damn. Wow. 55% of them have already eliminated degree requirements this year, including Walmart, IBM, Accenture, Bank of America, and Google. CEO of Accenture says, quote, a person's educational credentials are not the only indicators of success, so we advanced our approach to hiring to focus on skills, experiences, and potential. That's outstanding. Okay. It's so overrated. It, 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 if you if you if you need additional education, for example, to become a doctor, a veterinarian, a lawyer, things like that, college is essential. Yes. For many people, they need college to still grow up or to sow their wild oats or to have an extension of their their adolescence or whatever, and that's good too, depending on what can or can't be afforded. Short of that, this lie that we've told people for decades that a college degree is the way to success, the way to financial success, the way to happiness is finally coming to light and more and more major companies are accepting it. I'm glad the study is coming out because as a when I grew up, it was pounded in me that I must go to college. It didn't matter what it was for. I was like, I don't know what the hell I want to do. I had a few ideas, but I wasn't sure. And thank goodness I did go to college. I mean, it was community college and it was fun. It was more or less to, to sell the wild oats like you were saying. And I, I realized what path I wanted to go down, but I, I didn't like hearing that I, I'd have to constantly go to college. Like it was always like, like on my head, thinking I have to go this way no matter what, otherwise I'm going to be deemed as a failure. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a terrible message, and it's an untrue message. I, I have a couple people in my lives that literally are an example of this. Both do not have college degrees, but they work for companies that demand them. That if you apply, you your your resume will automatically get thrown out because there is not a college degree on there. And they got in through the back door, <laughs> a roundabout way that literally never happens. Yet they are moving on up and doing so well for years at these two separate places. Now think about that. Had they not known who they known to get in how they did, theirs would have been tossed out too. And it made me start thinking over these years, how many people have companies tossed out that could have been extremely valuable and done so well but you're just seeing on a piece of paper, oh, no college degree, sorry, out of here. And 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 they're real and even folks that work around them, they're like, Oh geez, my God. <laughs> it's, I guess it, it wasn't needed. No. Like you can still do the job. It's an asinine way to determine if someone can do so many different things. Except the things you're pointing at, right? Of course. God. I mean a doctor, very specific type of things. I was seeing oh the, the new Squid Games, um, what's it called? The reality the show. Challenge. One? Yeah. There's a gal on there, one of them they're talking to, and she's younger and she's um hoping that she would be good at it because her degree is in criminology or reading people and i'm sitting there going okay but that's your degree what experience do you have actually doing it well and, and so many you know? people never use their degree <laughs> my, my, my sister got a degree in hotel management she's worked in radio her whole life ridiculous <laughs>
<laughs> behind the scenes in the office. Uh, okay, so see, let's set some good news. And then uh, we go full circle. Uh, we, uh, we yesterday, again, found ourselves talking about Cuts by Kristen, a salon in Reno that we uh, were introduced to about a month ago, thanks to a Dr. Rob letter from the aforementioned Kristen, who couldn't figure out why she couldn't get return customers. And she wondered, is it because I'm transgender? And a lot of you wrote in and said, well, this is ridiculous. Give us, give us her information. Because she literally said in her very first e email, I'm not telling you where I work because I don't want this to be some advertisement. So so many of you wrote in and said, we want to check her out. You guys are so awesome. That she wrote back and said, okay, fine. You can find me on, on Instagram and Facebook. It cuts by Kristen. Uh, and lots of you have written in. She's already written one thank you, but she wrote a more extensive uh, email yesterday. Oh. Uh, I'm, or it looks like maybe this morning. She says, here's a quick recap and uh, to answer some questions from the very beginning of the Dr. Rob letter. Yes, getting your full client list can take years for people, but my client building was way slower. The goal is 10 people a month for me, and then I can afford the rent I have on the chair at a salon. I do work another part-time job a couple days a week at a store that sells wholesale salon products for licensed professionals. I help others learn about products, and I troubleshoot, so essentially, I'm helping my competition. But it is fun talking hair. <laughs> and as far as customer service goes, I will go in at 10 p.m. if that time works for them. I have one client that picks that specific time, wow. and I'll be done at midnight, so being available is not a problem for me. Wow. This show... Don, did you get that? This show. Oh, this one right here. Is the only thing that worked so far. Not even friends or family got me this many people to work on. My business model is better prices and better hair quality after the service. And if you've had a bad experience, you can have your faith restored through me because I love fixing bad work. I want to thank everyone who came in to let me style and cut their hair and that wrote into the show and shared their experience. And to everyone else, that has contacted me personally about business ideas and reflections about my Instagram page layout. I'm still learning social media, but I've gotten great responses to make it better and will apply these thoughts soon in the future. Outstanding. Yeah. This was the first month I wasn't super stressed about making rent and cutting back expenses oh. and a glimpse of hope of getting a career for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh, I love this. A huge weight has been lifted and I am forever grateful. I'm so blown away with the support of everyone and you guys at the show. I didn't think this Dr. Rob segment would go on this long in trying to help me. And if there's any way to repay you guys, just let me know. Oh. Well, I mean. Well, I mean, when I'm in Reno, you can you know, do my yeah. hair. Ooh. <laughs> right. If things you could do, you can actually pay for all the advertising. But, you know, that's it. <laughs> we were glad to help, uh, Kristen. That was, a, that was a nice, organic, it's a beautiful story, and hopefully you'll no, keep meeting uh, new maggots. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, Win Rob's change. Uh, which we do every morning at 6.30, 9.30, starting with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. The area. Who says that William gave a legitimate guess yesterday at 9.30, but once again, it wasn't one that was in my spreadsheet based on my quote, quote, only rule. If you know, you know. After then, <laughs> Rob's clue was once again in full alignment with my previous formula, so we are still with just 654 valid comparisons remaining. Now, Chris decided to offer a comparative statistic that for personal reasons I didn't like. Oh. I, said, I said, okay, I'm just going to go off the board. It's my show. Chris will understand. And so I stumbled down. I had to find something that was a 15% likelihood. Something like, that's the, the you have a 0.15% you have a 0.15% chance of winning at 6:30. And he did a 100 times comparison. I went, okay, well, let me see what I can find here. And so I I I, I started finding a couple things. There's a 15% chance of cicadas covering the sky until it is black during any given summer. Oh, Whoa. I love cicadas. There's a 15% chance. That a man told his wife he definitely wouldn't do it anymore and then still left his wet towel on the bed in the morning. <laughs> Odd. Oops. Oops. Very specific. What I found most hysterical was the reason for this list. Because it was all it was all in a New York Times article. 
And he thought, why are they listing things that are 15% possible? Well, because back on Election Day of 2016, Oof. the New York Times ran an editorial saying that Donald J. Trump had a 15% chance of winning ah. the presidency. Ah. And then they were smart enough a week later to write an article making fun of themselves Good. about how wrong they were oh because by then he oh. had been declared the president of the United States. Yeah. And knowing that we had the depressing news of being one month to the day away from presidential election 2024, it all came full circle. Oops, did I just bring us back down again instead of finishing high? Oh, so sorry. Right. We are looking for our 10th guess. If you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn Show.